0: How's it going? Happy Sunday. God, thank you for today. Thank you for all the blessings in our lives, especially this blessing of... We ask for your peace, wisdom, and your guidance. Do your will with it. Our Lord and our protector and our God, your sovereignty.
1: in worship and fellowship and in your word. Bounds in deepest water Your sovereign Borders, you walk upon the waters wherever you would call me and take me down my feet could ever wander, and my will be made stronger in the presence of. compassion, love that's never seen. Let mercy on me. Everyone needs the kindness of a Savior. to say.
0: Church hey Brandon I love that song. It reminds me of a verse in zephaniah seventeen it says the Lord your God is with you. He is mighty. He will take great delight in you. He will quiet you. He will rejoice over you with his singing. of a risen king, do we not? I hope you guys have today we 're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit, but first I want to pray. For who you are, Lord, I thank you that we do not serve a king, overcome the grave, but we serve the risen King of Heaven. And Lord, I start to hear about the workings of your Holy Spirit that you us in the new, fresh light, the power that is being offered because you are. I pray that you would give Brian the words to speak as he preaches this morning. Fight in this house and all things that you would be high and lifted up. If you're visiting with the church, we want to to uh, meet and greet in the coffee shop after the service. If you want to know what's going on, it's all in the bulletin uh, so you can see what's going on. Kids' church at this time, we want to just invite you to bring them to kids' church. If you don't have kids, we just want to invite you to stand back up and we're going to continue to worship Here.
1: Satisfying Bills calmed On raging the Souls of men She came So On balcony Turn her head in the Precious love Would taste the Stain To stain On Friday <laughs> On Sunday Daughters and the sons of
2: Have a seat. Welcome back for those uh, coming again. Came last week for the. Welcome you back, and uh, for those of you, friends, church, your home, of course, obviously welcome. I just wanted to cut the donuts, you know, in thirds. As I'm about to ask for the offering, I don't want you to think we're being wasted. that you give us by giving people half of a donut or. I mean, I didn't even know how to eat it. I said, is this a hot dog or is this a pastry? So we're going to go ahead and this moment with our offering and uh, that if you're visiting us that uh, to give that you let the basket pass you. But for those of you who are, we ask you to join in our worship as offering and we'll pray. Thank you so much for this day, and we thank you for the opportunity to worship you in the face and in the spirit. and one of the ways we worship you is with our gifts help us uh, uh, use the money wisely and Okay, we have a little video. we want to important, so pay attention.:
3: Okay, Patrick, tell us a bit. Thing. Yeah, Patrick, tell us. Certainly, yes. Well, you see, people like you invented stories about various gods created mankind because you lacked the scientific knowledge necessary to the universe. But in my day, thanks to scientific progress, these things, and so it's no longer necessary for us to fool ourselves A Silly God created us. But what about all that stuff that defies... Isn't that evidence of God's existence? Yeah, riddle us that. Well, how about the multitude of miracles in the Bible, chief among them the rest of Oh, you sweet little simpletons. People don't rise from the dead. Except for that one time Jesus rose from the <laughs> dead. Yeah, that was awful. The thing is that Jesus never rose from the dead. And how do you know that, Pat? possible for people to rise from the dead. Yeah, we know. Jesus rose from the dead. <laughs> Look, I think you're far too uneducated. If people could rise from the dead, mm-hmm. then people would. If Jesus could rise from the dead, surely someone else would. Rise Other people have risen from the dead. Like who? Like all the. From the dead because Jesus rose them from the dead not long before he. Dead. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously you can't count those examples. One They come from the Bible, and the Bible is a ridiculous book full of things that possibly happen, like... People rising from the dead? Exactly. So according to you, the resurrection doesn't prove the existence of God. And we know it never happened because we know that people can't rise... We know that people can't rise from the dead because no one ever has risen... If you don't count all the people who have risen from the dead. I'm onto your little trick here, Patrick. Yeah, you're a sneaky little s- Don't be absurd. I treat the Bible exactly the way I treat a... Reason and evidence and facts. I'm a man of science, a- Biologist. I defy you to give me one example of some- No scientist ever having seen it happen. Evolution. Dang it! <laughs> <coughs>
2: For those of you who didn't know, who that is that's uh, Richard Dawkins, and Richard Dawkins isn't in this video. I'm telling you, he's he's like winsome, the flow. In real life, Richard Dawkins has nothing to do with people of faith, especially Christians, and you know the the thing. Is he claims to be a man of science, and he is, and he is a world renowned. But even if you were able to give him
4: scientific proof it were possible. If you were able to convince
2: that the historicity of the resurrection was true, that we have reasons for believing that the resurrection happened Christ is the, uh, uh, the risen Savior and that of course God. even if you were able to give him proof he because it takes more than from a book or we can get Evidence that's given to us from this world. Belief takes the Holy Spirit. He
4: moves. He brings us to faith. He guides. Uh, You know, we'll we'll unpack some of this, but
2: right now at the story, uh, most of it today is going to be in Acts. If you're wondering how the story goes after Easter, you can read Acts, and you can find out how it picks up. And uh, back in the tomb, and of course, he goes and he's hanging out with all the disciples, and larger and larger audiences, and he gets to the people at one time. Uh, but he, he had the resurrection that he was going to have to go away shortly. Them all together, some forty days after the resurrection, he says, "Listen." Um, we're doing really good. You got to. Uh, I have to go. My time on earth is done. I'm going to go. And uh, you would think they would be okay with that. Say, I'm going to send somebody. I'm going to send this Holy Spirit uh, and take care of you guys after I leave. Based on all the things that Jesus prophesied and all the, and Jesus now assuring them that everything that they would have been, all right, this is cool, whatever. Who's this Holy Spirit guy? I don't know who Let's have it. But there, there had to
4: be a little bit of doubt because things were kind of scary. All right? You had on one side, you had the
2: Sanhedrin, these Pharisees on one side, and on the other side, the Empire, right? And in the middle, you have these disciples, and i going to wipe them out. They want to destroy it. And so they're having a in their hearts of what's going to happen next. So they're like,
4: what is this Holy Spirit thing? With a lot of us, we don't know what the Holy Spirit is. And the King James Bible, because they translate spirit ghost. So now you have the Holy Spirit. No idea what this thing is. It's conjuring up all kinds of like Slimer from Ghostbusters. You're like, what? Hey, what? I going to be like a sheet that's going to appear? What's? And, and I understand that. But you know what? I am also as guilty as a lot of people sitting out there, I'm sure, of saying what is? It. Well, it's not an it. It's. It's. The father. Like ghost. It's one third
2: of the is the Holy Spirit, He has a personality, He has quality, and duties that we can define and, and find here.
4: Pack some of those today, and we're going to pick up
2: chapter two. So, if you want to open up the book, things are going to take in the first century ter- church when the Holy Spirit and uh. Pentecost is coming. And we were reading, we we're trying to figure out where the word Pentecost came from. And apparently, it's when they first start to harvest the wheat. They had a big harvest festival together from this. And it says, When the day of Pentecost came, there was a place. And suddenly, a sound
4: a wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. What seemed to be tongues of fire that to rest on each one of them and all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit
2: tongues as the Spirit enabled them. About ready to get really crazy there in Jerusalem. About ready to explode as the Holy Spirit entered into our existence. He talks about the Holy Spirit being around since the
4: beginning. If you look in chapter Verse two, it says the Spirit of God was there right in the beginning, right at creation. Then the old, uh, 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 the Spirit talking to kings and prophets and, and picking people out and anointing them. Man, the Holy Spirit's all over in the New Testament. He was with Jesus. He conceived Jesus in the womb. Born when he was baptized. The Holy and uh, alighted on him like a dove when he the Holy Spirit
2: anointed him. The Holy Spirit gave him the supernatural powers to be signs and wonders and miracles.
4: After his resurrection as I said Jesus promised you you guys you will it comes upon you and you will be my witness
2: and in all of Judea and Samaria and of the earth. That's at the day of
4: Pentecost when God poured out his spirit. And here's what it says. Uh,
2: let's see if I get it. Okay. And there's the second part of this in Acts 2. We'll go to the next. It's coming down on them, all right? And uh, and he says, uh, if
4: I can find it, sorry about that, guys. Okay, they're standing in Jerusalem, nation under heaven, and when they heard a sound across,
2: because each of them heard their own language being spoken, you understand? from like all over. So you got like, for example, it'd be Jews from.
4: England and and Jews, uh, they all come together, same language. You know, you got
2: guys speaking French, I got a guy speaking whatever they speak in Alabama, and they're all, roll tide, I'm just kidding. They stand each other and they're like,
4: wow, what's going on? It's crazy. Each of us hears them in our native language, amazed and perplexed mean. Some has to
2: be one in every bunch, right? Maybe nine. Then Peter stood up with the 11, raised his fellow Jews, all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me listen carefully to what I have to say. It's only nine in the morning
4: it's in the Bible. I didn't make that And then there was one guy in the back who had been drinking all day. It's 5 o'clock somewhere.
2: (laughs) I got that new living translation. The
4: Holy Spirit was so powerful, guys. It gouged the disciples. You know, it gave them the courage to go out and witness, to preach. The gospel, that on either side of them, you had warring armies that wanted to. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit. And Peter, not just Jesus, performing signs and wonders, healing people. And the Holy Spirit has always been working in our lives. If you see the Holy Spirit all over, and if you read the scripture and you study it long enough, Holy
2: Spirit and what He does. I'm going to try and unpack a few. The whole Bible. I found a top ten list and top ten list, ten things that the Holy Spirit does in our life. Church, and so we'll start
4: here. The first this is the most important one. The Holy Spirit. When the Advocate comes. When the I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who goes out will testify about me. This is the Holy Spirit's main job.
2: This is what he wants to do more than anything else in the world, is have them focus right on the cross. That's what he wants us to do. That We need to pick up along the way from the Scriptures, yes duties and responsibilities that we need to understand. Yes, but to do that is to focus on the life of Jesus Christ. He's the one who makes us focus.
4: Jesus, the Holy Spirit, Jesus said the by me because it is from me that he will be known to you. It's always
2: to exalt Jesus. Number two. Number two.
4: And just, the Holy Spirit convicts
2: us. He does. He does. You felt it. Sitting there at one time or another, probably before. And all of a sudden you felt this like thing inside. It was no, it was like that alien trying to claw its way
4: didn't like it and most of us kept pushing we could or ignoring it by sticking our fingers in our ears. The Holy Spirit is there to convict you. You right. He wants what's best for. You. When he comes, he will prove the world to be in the wrong of and judgment. About sin, because people do not believe righteousness, because I am going to the Father. And about judgment, because the Prince of this world and condemned. First, he gives us an awakened sense of our sin. You've probably sat
2: now if you're not a Christian, but at one time before you were a Christian, I'm a pretty alright guy or gal, right? You know. Good low ladies
4: across the street. Uh, Uh, I do kick cats. Uh, I don't. I'm a pretty moral person. I'm, I'm a pretty good. What The Holy Spirit does. Is he. No, you're not. Do you know what sin is? Sin. It's kind of like when you do something bad. Sin. Sin full of something else too, but sin is what he's talking about.
2: He says, no, you were born in sin. You because of the sin in your life of our death. This life ends over. And the Holy Spirit makes us aware. The Holy Spirit is what convicts us. He's of coming to Jesus in our lives the Holy Spirit does, is he testifies
4: Jesus' statement that he is the Messiah, is the Savior. It's one one thing to get it in a book, to understand it, to believe it, it's something, the one that comes in and cements it in our hearts, is the Savior of the world. I know two plus two equals four. I know it like the sun. Tomorrow morning, I know it and I believe it. I don't need any. This is what's known as a properly basic belief. And I'll for example, you're sitting at home one night, Thrones or whatever you're doing. You're sitting at home. Cops show up at your house and they said, "We are
2: and they say, "Because you robbed a bank last night." And they bring you into the courtroom. And they say, we have 50
4: people who say they saw you did it. In your bank account that matches the exact amount from the bank. We know you did it. I know I didn't do it. The evidence you think you might have. And I don't need any that I was home folding laundry the night I was supposed to because I know it and that's what the Holy Spirit does with Jesus for us, for us Christians
2: is a lot more than blind faith and that is assured and it's the Holy Spirit's work in us it's, it's not us and Savior, and at that moment, the Holy Spirit, He
4: flows and nurtures our belief is Jesus. And lastly, the Spirit brings acknowledgement that judgment has already Satan is a defeated, f-
2: but he doesn't know it yet. It's all right to doubt and rely upon our own self-sufficiency. Number three, the Holy Spirit regenerates us. Working.
4: Very truly I tell you God unless they are born of water and of From baptisms. You're born into repentance that one before. You're baptized by water. Some of you are going to do next week. And then the third one by the Spirit. Spirit what happens to us when the Holy Spirit comes and lives inside of us starts to change our lives and starts to like and to fill us up, that's the Holy Spirit doing. Jesus acted in truth when he said, said he gathered the disciples together
2: them and he said,
4: Receive. And up until that point, Jesus is on Jesus' presence. Old Testament as opposed to what is in the New Testament. As if the Holy Spirit sort of keeps there's something that it, we are doing to come in and work like he could in the New Testament after. And the law. And you have to think of it like this. Okay, let's go. And you've got this singularity, right? You've got it all. And boom, the universe is born and things. And then the earth is formed and and, and God Adam and Eve on it and Eden is this amazing place sparkling and everybody lives in harmony and you can I think I don't know but everything The Garden of Eden is an awesome place. They mess it up. That's man, we're gonna mess it up. That's what we're that's enters into the world through Adam. And what happens
2: is this creation starts to crunches it back down. And more sin and more law. And through God's chosen people, through the
4: old way to the cross, wondering if they're ever going to make it there. Under the, the the burden of sin. Law. And then Jesus. And when he comes back, boom. In Genesis, God took the dust, life into man. Jesus brought the Holy Spirit into his disciples. Now, that's what the Holy Spirit. In us, you yourselves are God's temple. Spirit, He dwells in your. Paul was Paul was trying to talk to the Corinthians, right? They had, but as we all do, okay, we start sort of on our own self sufficiency again, right? We we room. Well, what happens when this does this? Okay. So you invite the Holy Spirit in, what does he do? If you've read Matthew, he clears out all the junk from you hoarders. He gets rid of those blue tarps, gets rid of that, that, that. that, That's when you're a sailor. He throws that out. We don't. Sweeps the place all out, all nice and clean. He or kind of like Kathy Stacy. So he puts labels on everything where everything is and he's like okay. okay cool sweet everything looks good I'm gonna go to the spirit I'm gonna go back to being a carnal person these spirits that he's knocked out these e- out, they go out and they find a go out to spirit Facebook and they tell everybody in your soul and then all Barely even know. Show up at your soul, sweet soul. Look, everything. Let's trash the place. If if you don't continue it in your life, Satan will creep back to turn you away from Christ. His. Your salvation's bought and paid for. You don't have to worry about it anymore. In fact, there were a lot of Christians right after this. Uh, antinomianists. And all that meant is they were i I've, I've been, Jesus died upon the cross. My past sins are forgiven and anything I'm. Die is forgiven. So I can go out and do anything. I want. And if there is
2: anybody out there that's like that, let me tell you. You'll probably get arrested and it's not going to be good. You have to have the Holy Spirit come. The amazing thing is, He does the work for us. Do the bad things when the Holy Spirit's in. You want to do the right thing. Because he will keep you focused.
4: And the amazing thing is had a jail free card with it. The apostle marked in him with a seal. Who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance? Those who are in God's possession, do not whom you are sealed for the day. Of became a believer, and a who become a believer? Hopefully before the end of this day, takes out his big stamp of approval, and he. St- you are his. In real life, when you put a deposit in a house and you have to put some money in escrow and then your house that you want to purchase becomes, it's payable. Oh, and say, you indeed do have the... Great, we'll let you buy the house. But until then... But the difference is with God. Son Jesus Christ, to die on the cross So that we don't have to. When we become believers, right across our soul. God, we don't have to worry about our assets. Clearing escrow has paid the debt. Not us. Is sufficient, and we are. Now. But when this guides you to all truth, that's absolutely true. The the, the only reason we can do it half the time is because the Holy Spirit is all through the Bible, but especially in the New Testament, out and uses people. That chariot, stay near it. I've got some plans for you. Saul for the work which I have called. I mean, and hopeless of being able to our own life apart from the Holy Spirit. The Spirit doesn't make any mistakes. The doesn't give bad advice. And so we need to listen. Now some of us are really good at sitting down, and here's what you should do. Before you start praying, for the Holy Spirit to come in. We'll get to that here in a second. But some of us are really good. About the big things in our life. In our life. We have big decisions to make. Should I marry? Is it the right time to have a child?
2: Whatever the case may be. When. our knees And we are praying. And we're like. Oh God. Please. I need and to guide me and help me make
4: this right decision. The only time we pray for the Holy Spirit up, so we're not used to and so the Holy Spirit could come in and our heads. You have to about the little things. Praying all the time. Praying about things. Asking the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit to show you the way. That's what we have to do. Now some of you are just on the flip side. You don't pray about the big things. You pray about everything. You pray about you wake up in the morning and you're like, God thank you for helping me make so that I can go to work and be a witness for you. That's great. There's Small thing. But it's, it's not one of those emergent things you to your knees for. So you'll pray God, should I eat this, you know, or I hear from, but I always get yes, so it's might actually, it kind of sounds like me, so I don't we used to, we're good about training, but when something crucial in our life happens, ask is the Holy Spirit. Okay. Or I'm going to switch my jobs. And so here's what I I can't. Three marbles. I have to run the numbers. I have to. Decision for me and for my family. And. Spirit, because he doesn't have any answers for this. He's there. All these little things. You're continually getting. To you and he's continuing to answer you. So you when something big comes up in your life would you ignore you gotta tap into that man that's some stuff you know about you could be sitting your roots right in it's awesome the holy spirit also prompts us to worship and we should do it in a way that most of us don't worship spirit and his worshipers must worship Jesus full of the joy in the Holy Spirit. Speaking to one another and from the Spirit. Pray with prayers and requests. Get down on your knees or after you, before you start. I need some direction in my Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Sometimes starting a prayer. I've got I to revamp my whole mind. I Pray about these things. And sometimes your prayers just kind of around until it locks into something. And then your channel finally opened up with God. And you're talking to him. To be filled with the Holy Spirit so that you can. It opens up that channel of community. You know, when you're, when, you're, when you're down here, you're singing along, and it's kind of a karaoke thing. But guess what? If you... Holy Spirit, when you're worshiping, it takes... There is something amazing... Music. It's more than singing... When you're worshiping God in the Spirit, you're of God to come in and live inside. I'm talking about. You get taken away by a cry, or a song will make you smile. That's the side of you to prompt you to worship God. Say glory, hallelujah, you're amazing. The worship, prayer, Sing. When you give your offering, the Spirit, the Spirit will come inside of you. Uh, uh, want to give. The Spirit, the Spirit will, won't be saying, oh, I don't know if I should give this 20 bucks. I, the Spirit is working inside of you. He will guide you. He will be happy about it. The, she's got two mites, two pennies to rub together. She's worshiping God in the the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit inspires us to witness. And if you're a new Christian, you don't know what witnessing is. Witness is kind of a completely different thing. gift thing, or it can be sort of a passive thing. Directly with somebody, you know, somebody asks about your faith and be a moment of saying, when you, with your spirit so that when I go out, I, Jesus Christ and people see you, people see you at work, people see you buying, when you seem to be happy, you seem to make good decisions, along you, well. and more, more importantly, about you. what it is that makes you tick spirit you'll be ready to the answer for the reason you believe This for us the holy spirit is what the strength the gift my father promised you will receive power and you will be my witnesses Came to you not simply with words, but with the Holy Spirit and deep conviction. He's, he's writing this letter. It's just a letter. He sends it to them and they're reading it. What he's saying is words on a piece of paper to you through the Spirit. If you're receptive to it, Holy Spirit will come this letter. And this is what happens when we when we let it. The Holy Spirit enables by the Word of God. All scripture. God breathed and is useful, teaching, rebuking, correcting. Thinking to yourself, I've read some of the scripture. It seems like extraneous detail. When you're reading it, the Holy Spirit is, is see exactly what page. In fact I challenge you if you want to read the scripture, just open it up, and then ask him to, to, to that day and just start reading. And guess what? Sometimes you can, the Holy Spirit gives you what you need. But more. Sometimes God, he, he has a lot to unpack, or he... he needs to educate you in some way. Is powerful. Because... And it testifies to the truth. Can you read the scripture and, and, and understand it? With I guess. I mean, renowned New Testament theologian, and he was a Christian for a long time, but. More. And believe it or not, there are a lot. In God. They can read it. They get the stories. They're looking that are outlined in there. But if you think amazing things understanding the Scripture, imagine how much if He allowed the Holy Spirit back into His life. Things that He could do. We need to rely on that. It's what guides us. It's what shapes us in our lives, it's what inspires us to be able to apply the Word so that we can live our lives here and walk out in front of that material story. He's one of the fathers of the He didn't start out as a Christian. It's about 3rd century. He's about 30. Kids, right, he's never had a moment of responsibility. Probably got like, like, I don't know, some pimped out down through town. He's got babes falling, starts drinking at like 10 o'clock in the morning. Watch life. There's a Christian and is secretly praying behind, and that's what it is. I guarantee here had either a wife or
5: and they're the only reason I know that's the only reason I'm here today thank God
4: sneaky I was over here, you know, being an atheist I, I literally have a And my wife was like, oh, geez, please help me. Yeah, it did. It was great. I got drug into the church, so. You saved our lives. How about you, man? Your wife dragged? Yeah, I knew it. He's honest, man. Living this life back and one day he's just like oh my yes and the Holy Spirit and just through the house he doesn't know what's going on happens happens just up and just happens to be very verse and he just happens to walk over this, the night is nearly over, the put aside the deeds of darkness and put on behave decently as in the daytime not in sexual immorality and jealousy, rather clothe and do not think about how to gratify Augustin And became one of the most important because the Holy Spirit to this scripture, the Holy Spirit's life in the words before, but because he didn't read it with the idea how to apply it in him, and had the Holy Spirit not of it, he would have died in sin. In hell because of it. A new Christian, God is working in your lives. He's giving you the word. He's giving you You know what? It's an amazing tap into it. Keep going back to the word to our mortal bodies. Jesus from the dead is living in you. will also give lives to your mortal body. In you. Do you understand? Holy Spirit that raised now lives in you. That. That's yours. Into the world that changes the course of, of you, not a piece of the Holy Spirit, you have all that power in my own life. I was like a gust. I was an alcoholic. My downhill, I had lost everything. I had no job or I'd have a job. I wanted to drink, uh, stop drinking very bad. I finally had a friend who... who, went to rehab and I, and I drove to rehab. Yeah, because I crashed my car on the way there. I was on my way to rehab and let me go without... I blew a .3 and so except I probably would have burst into flames. Rehab, spent about a year getting sober. It wasn't right in my, in my noggin. why I would do really crazy, crazy And you're doing crazy things? You Not th- until later, when you get some perspective, you're... But you can get arrested for that got this figured out. They, they finally tell, okay, you're, you're bipolar, so we're going to give you medication. Keep staying sober. That's it. This is as good as life was going to get. Self out from this hole. I should just be happy I'm alive, you know.
5: And then I got
4: <laughs> things right there I was pretty happy about.
5: Music was good. And I said uh,
4: coffee, it's pretty relaxing. My kids, um, you know, and I'll just put a now. Fish on, you're mine sudden I get this this feeling I'm like, what well, I have a pretty good career. Paying the mortgage and I just say to my wife I thought was my idea to quit my We we have a mortgage, we have kids and all of a sudden And she was okay with it. What I was gonna do. And I've told some of you that and I, I see a, a job in there. doesn't An interview. And the next thing you know, I'm attending about six months before. What? I didn't see that coming. Working inside of you. And guess what? I allowed the Holy Spirit to come into my life. No longer a glass ceiling on my life. Imagine my life became more than like our math. Two God's mind. Two plus two equals infinity, and that's what He can do with your life—better than you could ever imagine. Guarantee it. Think of the best thing life could be if you were granted all your. Right now and you are not a Christian. And I'm going to tell you something that is the absolute person here who is a Christian and accepts Jesus. Whatever you can imagine, triple it. Because that's guarantee it. And it's waiting for you. You don't have to do anything already did it. Accept it. The gift. And all the rest will come. Work in your life. I'm going to ask the band. Next week. And it's called We the Church. Into our church together. And what our. Message I found from a book by Francis Chan about was the Holy Spirit. And he says, In my ultimate old... one of the main strategies would be get the degree to which this has happened and the of Christ is directly connected with and in the church. Very important is missing is not a something, but the Holy Spirit. Him. And only accomplish human-sized results. That are human creations. And the church. Gathering the people without the Holy Spirit. The evidence is in their lives. is different, and the world cannot. This is what the church can do. Allow the Holy Spirit into our lives. But we got to give him room. Do you have a room in your life right now? In this world, but it's not working. you have no idea how to accomplish these things? Heck, they might not even be the right. But if you would fill that and ask the Holy Spirit to come, He will unlock these things.
5: How your life should be, what the best way to achieve them is.
4: He will help you make the right decision than you can ever imagine and if you're I want some of that come in and I want to be a I want you to come down
5: we'll have people here to pray with you
4: and that's cool too A line, stop by the office, whatever. If if you're just, if you're already, you want to pray, you want to lock arms with something. If you have uh, uh, something, you want to share with the body of Christ and you, that's what these people down here are for. But don't leave here if you're not. Without accepting, starting your life new, this power that is just waiting for you. That's our dear heavenly Father. We thank you
5: for filling us with the Holy Spirit, for showing the Word, for giving.
4: And last but not least, Spirit, we are sensitive to His work in our lives. Amen.
5: Let's never fail. And mercy. Everyone needs forgiveness. You are the Savior Hope of Nature. The author of South He is my forever. He wrote Jesus called